Todd for breakfast. Tastes of the Midwest. All right, yeah, we are back for Tastes of the Midwest. Todd hanging out with you today. And uh, look, uh, coming from, well, Shire of Irwin area, going out that way. And we're catching up with Hayley uh, from Illegal Tender Rum. How you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Now, doing well. Thank you very, very much. All righty. So let's get into it. Um, it's definitely a name I'm very familiar with even before I moved to Geraldton. And um, since I've moved to Geraldton, I've heard the name more and more and more, uh, Illegal Tender. So um, tell us a bit about what exactly it is and tell us the story, I guess, of how it all came to be. Yeah, sure. Um so Illegal Tender was formed in 2015 by my now husband, Cody Palmer. So he's our director and head distiller down at the distillery in Dongra. Um, we've been there, as I said, for about eight years now mm. and um, distilling since 2016. And uh, we've won just over 22 World Spirit Awards. Yeah, and wow. we've actually gone on a hat-trick now with the World Rum title for the <laughs> Distillers Cup. So if you've heard of us, it's because wow. we make pretty good rum. <laughs> yeah, make pretty good rum indeed. So what inspired you guys to, to start it all? Because, I mean, it's it, it's a big thing to, to start huge. this. Yeah, <laughs> It's huge. Um, so Cody uh, has been inspired to make alcohol since he was um, in his teens. He was up in uh, Dampier prior to moving to Perth and um, had a pretty – pretty quick love affair with alcohol um, in terms of making it for friends and family. And, um, yeah, we met in 2014 and I quickly realised that he had a bit of a um, knack for making yeah. pretty good alcohol. Um, I sort of said to him, you know, um, he's an instrumentation electrician by trade, was getting paid uh, pretty good money to do what he was doing down mm. in Perth. Um, um, but, yeah, he was just probably not fulfilled and said to him, I said, why don't you, you know, what are you going to do with yourself if this is what you can make? Mm. And he sort of went, well, um, I'd love to actually open a distillery. And sort of from that conversation, um, this is, you know, the rest is history, yeah. so to speak, and still going. So <laughs> Wow. And, and, and more than rum as well. So much more yeah. has entered into it. Yeah. So um, fortunately, Cody's parents um, have been by our side and sort of our – backboard so to speak for the last eight years um we're on their on their uh, property so we lease five acres from them um we make yeah rum cane spirits gins and uh yeah we've actually just purchased um 17 acres now on the brand highway um so just three minutes from the dongra town center and uh building um quite a hope to be quite a large premise to make cider, beer, mm. uh, rum, gin, and hopefully with any luck, some whiskey if we can get some local Gosh. grain. <laughs> wow. All right. So there's uh, a lot happening already and more yeah. to come as well. So what's your role amongst it all? Obviously, the alcohol side of it is taken care of for the yeah. most part, I imagine. Yeah. Um, Cody and Nicholas do quite a good job at um, making the products, brewing, distilling, um, and then Shah and Izzy down in the bottling area as well in the cellar door. Um, so, yeah, I guess I do everything apart from distill and brew. Yeah, um, so if you can imagine that. Um, we do have quite a number of um, people that sort of assist in our team as such, the so contractors that we um now have to use because of obviously the workforce issues that we're all mm. sort of facing. But um, yeah, it's great to sort of open the skill set further abroad and not just um, being in this small sort mm. of uh, pool of people. Um, we're able to get um, 
people all around Australia. So we've got Brooke who's over in Queensland. We've got Joe who actually resides in Bali. Uh, Alyssa's actually down in Perth. She does all of our tastings and we've got a couple more people coming on board in mm. the next couple of months. So Far out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's uh, all go, go, go. Catching yeah. up with Hayley talking about illegal tender rum. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about the, the, the products themselves. What makes them unique? What is it about, obviously, very much award-winning, <laughs> but, yeah, what is it about the products themselves um, that makes them so unique, makes them so good? Yeah, so that's a really good question because we specifically use dark brown sugar for our rum and cane spirits. Mm. Um, a lot of other companies will use a raw sugar or they'll use molasses, and um, dark brown sugar is in our opinion, probably the best way that you can make rum for the mm. flavour that we want, and especially when we're um, barrel ageing in these sort of weather patterns that we're seeing up here. Um, however, our gin is made from raw sugar um, and we do that the same sort of process that we do with the rum and the cane spirits. However, the gin process involves a gin um, botanical basket, so we change that out about five times, five to ten times over the run um, to get the flavours of the botanicals so the vapour will go through the botanicals and that's how you capture that in the gin. Gosh. All right. So <laughs> Just um, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's been a long road to get to where yeah. you guys are now and, and uh, obviously you've got aspirations for the future, but um, what have been some of the challenges for, for you guys that you've, you've come across? Yeah. So one of our biggest ones, as I sort of was explaining before, was um, just staff and workers. Um, right. A lot of people probably look towards us as um, sort of a job that's uh, in between jobs sometimes, mm. um, but there is careers within the distillery um, sort of space and brewing brewing space, sorry. Uh, so we're sort of looking now for people that want to join us and join us for the long run um, in terms of training them up, you know, doing brewing courses, mm. distilling courses, um, getting them into more management style roles and um, some mentoring programs between Cody and myself. Um, the other, probably the biggest issue has been freight, um, mm. just getting, you know, our glass bottles come from France, our sugar yeah. comes from Queensland. Um, so getting that across, so it's all logistics and, um, yeah, we're just glad we've got some really good suppliers on board now. So yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. that's incredible. All right. So again, uh, catching up with Hayley, talking uh, illegal tender rum, uh, going from strength to strength, which is uh, amazing to see. Uh, but what about, um, well, I guess, you know, mentioning the, the challenges, then what have been the, the highlights thus far? Um, not necessarily just for the business, but um, yourself as well, because obviously it's a massive part of your life. Yeah. I guess one of the biggest highlights is how um, warm everyone has been to the brand within mm. the Midwest. Um, I think we all really love like an underdog story. And yeah. um, Cody's is one that a few people um, can really get behind and sort of find inspiring. We've, we receive emails probably now every couple of months about people that have really literally thrown it all in and mm. gone out and opened their own plumbing business, for instance, or electrical wow. business. So in that aspect, it's quite inspiring to hear those stories because mm. of our own. But, um, yeah, it's just been really quite lovely, to be honest, to be in this Midwest community and in mm. the region because, um, yeah, we've always been really well supported with a lot of like the independent stockists as well. Um, some of these people have been with us since we very first opened and walked yeah. in um, completely like bright eyed, you know, no idea what we were doing sort mm. of thing in terms of wholesaling and getting it into the um, like the celebrations and um, even right down to the bottlers as well. Um, just their support has been 
yeah, amazing. And then, you know, letting us come in and do tastings to sort of be the voice for our products as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember back in the days of like the quaff days at the um, behind the QE2 and even then going back into the community in that aspect and people going, oh, what is this? Like, what do you mean mm-hmm. there's a distillery in, up here? <laughs> well, distilleries belong in the southwest. What's this doing? Yeah. You know, and I guess changing that mindset of where you can actually make beverage um, products and mm. um I really do believe the Midwest has some of the best produce and beverages up and coming and we're just so excited for it because, yeah, it's been eight years of kind of being by ourselves, if that makes sense. We've got our friends up in Kalbarri, but, um, yeah, it's just really nice to sort of have that stretch of people coming into the area now, so it's really cool. Yeah, no, it really, really is. Um, So actually we might just jump to this question then, Um, just talking about the highlights and and talking about the challenges as well. Um, Is there anything that you've learned along the way that you think might actually help others out there in their pursuit of their own businesses or anything along the way you've learned to be like, if you know this, this is going to make the process perhaps not a whole lot easier, perhaps just a little bit easier for yourself. Gosh, that's a real, that's a very good question. Um, oh God. Uh, I would probably say when we started, um, I remember specifically speaking to Mike Bally um, at the Development Commission and saying, like, do you know where other producers are so I can go and talk to them and, um, you know, see what their, um, what their manufacturing space looks mm. like? And he went, oh, we've got beef producers. And I went, no, 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 like people that I can actually go and see how their process yeah. happens. And he went, um, most of it's down in Perth. I mean, we had GFC over here and um, I was like, oh, crayfish doesn't really align with beverage producers, mm. but is there something we can go look at? That was a firm no. And uh, <laughs> he put us onto uh, a manufacturing tour that took us right through the southwest. Um, so in that aspect, that was really quite good. But now, obviously, with the Midwest Food Cluster, um, yeah, we see that as what we did for the manufacturing tour down south, I feel like that the cluster is integral to anybody coming into food and beverage because um, the work that Gilly and Fiona have been doing and um, I guess the board for that respect as well, they're able to bring everybody together and you can then, you know, not so much give someone a call, but you can reach out, Gilly can reach out, say, hey, like they're wanting to start this up. Can they come and have a look, have a chat? And, you know, just sort of have a conversation because Mm. back when we started, there wasn't that. So, um, yeah, I think it's probably a bit easier now. Not saying it's not easy, not hard, but it's a lot easier to kind of go and ask the questions and get the help. Obviously, there's some questions, some people are going to be like, no, 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 we can't sort of explain that too much. But, yeah, within saying that, um, I guess everyone's pretty open to Mm. the whole space growing and getting bigger and better. So It it certainly seems that way. Uh, You know, chats with Gilly and and others, people seem very much open to, um, yeah, people just having a chat and and learning how to do better and and grow the, I guess, Mm. the produce business right here in the Midwest because it is amazing. It's huge. Yeah. It's so exciting. It is. It's so big. It's so massive. (laughs) And it does continue to grow. And the brand recognition is getting there as well because I know even before I started this job in Geraldton, uh, 2019, I uh, went to the Minganew Expo yep. and you guys were there and yeah. um, I was there with uh, Marissa who works here and she's like, oh, you should check out these guys. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And straight away, as soon as like first day uh, in the Midwest, I was like, oh, okay, uh, a legal tender. Know all about you guys. 
reason I moved here, then I've heard and learned more about you guys. So, I mean, obviously it comes down to the quality of product, uh, the awards and everything else, uh, but the brand naming is out there. I don't know how many people I've had talk to me about um, a legal tender or suggested a legal mm. tender to me. Yeah. Like, obviously the product is good. Yeah. Uh, and it's a product that people feel very confident in, um, you know, suggesting to others. Yeah. So um, yeah. you guys have obviously done an incredible job. So congratulations thank on that. You. And um, thank you for your time. But, yeah, look, is there anything else you want people to know about the, the business itself? I'm sure 2023 is going to be a big year. It's huge. It's really huge. Um, just on that, quite literally, the reason why the product is as good as it is is because of Cody. He's mm. he's very fastidious with the way that he distills and um, the quality that's in the products. I cannot stress how much um, he stresses over mm. what's going out um, right down to um, the tape on the box because he wants to make sure that when the six-pack leaves our premise right. that the bottle shop manager is getting the same um, experience mm. of opening our product as what our customer would as yeah. well. Um, that's just one little snippet and it really infuriates some of us because yeah. we're like, we've got to get this order out. And he's like, no, 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 the tape. But that's to be respected because that yeah. just shows you even from the brew to the tape on the box, he mm. cares about the whole step. Um, but, yeah, 2023 is a big year for us. Um, we've got some big plans coming up. Um, we're just working through our DA application. Um, uh, yeah, I'm working with, I guess, our local community to make sure that we mm. take on board what um, their feelings towards what we're wanting to achieve are. Um, but realistically, we just we really want to find a home for a legal tender that's, you know, accessible for everybody, mm. um, not just vehicles. I mean, every single body. Um Small to huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just I guess really to promote the products that are in the region as well mm. um, is, yeah, it is It's a beautiful space to work and live and um, the product we've got is just, in my opinion, really second to none. So. Yeah. Well, look, I, I'm hoping that, you know, people listening uh, have been inspired by this. You know, they might be on that road to building their business or maybe their building is all established and they think, well, oh, there's actually more that I can do. And as we've been mentioning, there is a great community right around of the Midwest of producers that are, you know, willing to have a chat and, and help out one another because it's uh, not just about growing their brands, but the overall brand of the Midwest as yep. being a destination um, for, for food, for drink and uh, for so much more as well. Um, so, just uh, yeah, you mentioned, you know, Cody being very hands-on and very passionate about the rum. Does it ever get to that point in time where it's like, Cody, leave the rum alone, my God. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, that was us oh, um, really? telling Cody to leave the rum alone. Um, <laughs> it's to the point where we decast a considerable amount of barrels to make hand sanitizer. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. And um, we we're like, leave it alone. And he's like, no, 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 we've got to get this out. We've got people ringing us for this ethanol and... I'll never forget it. I've never seen a grown man cry as much as he did mm. when he was decasking them. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, obviously winning the first World Rum Award, it just, we went, mm. what have we done? Yeah. But um, the community needed it at the time. And um, I think, yeah, I, I think in um, hindsight's a valuable thing, but we wouldn't have changed anything. Mm. When probably would have um, probably not run at so many opportunities as fast as we had um, if looking back, but if we hadn't have done it, we wouldn't be where we are now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's all those kind of shoulda, coulda, woulda moments within business that you kind of go, oh, I could have done this a bit differently. But um, it's all about timing. It's all about making sure that you're not over committing and overextending mm. yourself as well because um, there was a, someone told us a very good phrase, which is hunting rabbits 
Um, rabbits have warrens. There's many escape routes, mm. um, routes for them to take. And sometimes you'll be chasing that rabbit down the rabbit warren and it'll just take you here, there yeah. and everywhere. And it's just sometimes you've got to cut your losses and run. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just business. <laughs> right, there you go. Uh, catching up with Haley. really appreciate your time from Illegal Tender Rum. Uh, jump online, check it out. So much more to come, so much more product as well. And uh, one of the great businesses of the Midwest. So Haley, really appreciate your time. And um, I'm sure we'll catch up again in the future. We will. Thanks very much.